Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a brand new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Hello, Hello. Pumpkin. <laughs> Hello, Margie. You okay? <laughs> yeah, I got in there first, didn't I? Yeah, yes, you I'm, did. I'm good, thank you. Yes. So we're having a little Monday mini. A Monday mini indeed. Yes. I hope that everyone's Mondays are going well if you listen to this on a Monday. And yeah, I've got a quote to kick us off with this week, love, which is a little love bit different. That. Yeah, so I listened to a podcast called The Knowledge Project, um, and that is presented by a guy called Shane Parrish, I think is his name. And I highly recommend it as a podcast. He always has really interesting um, guests on, and it's all about kind of imparting knowledge and wisdom and kind of learning about different different things, but all within kind of the, I think, like growth, self-help progressive you know those it's not just like mm. learning about history do you know what no. I mean it is yeah learning about kind of things you can relate to your your life in a more tangible way and I can't remember who he had on for this episode but um, I will try and link it in the description if I can but the quote that I really liked uh that struck a chord with me is this an optimistic or positive mindset isn't going to make good stuff happen but a negative mindset almost guarantees negative stuff will happen so it's basically saying that, you know, the, just having a positive mindset alone isn't necessarily enough to just, you know, make the good stuff happen. It's not like it just necessarily follows on. However, though, having a negative mindset, you know, whatever that is, self-critical, judgmental, you know, whatever it may be, that almost guarantees that negative stuff will happen. So it's just, I think, an interesting one for us to talk about the power of mindset which we've spoken about a bit before in the power perspective, but I think that's just a quote that sums it up really nicely. And so I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, I think that's a really great quote, Hull. So thank you for that. Um, and I think what it does is it just really opens up that whole point, isn't it, of the strength of negativity opposed to the strength that we hold positivity. Do you know what I mean? So in other words, when we're negative, God, do we build on it? You know, we get into that cycle, don't we? The, you know, one thing leads to another. And as we know, you know, we've spoken about this be before that, you know, within 16 seconds, you've built a momentum that the law of attraction holds on to. And then you get another negative thought and another negative thought and another negative thought. We're very good like that. Unfortunately, we've trained ourselves. Um, positivity, <laughs> We don't kind of hold on to positivity for too long before we allow something else to kick in. That ego mind thing that will come in with any kind of negative thought or whatever. And then again, we're back on it. We're back on the building of it. But when we have a positive mindset and we really do feel those positive thoughts and we feel vibing and we feel great, we're on a roll, aren't we? And then we do make things happen because we feel inspired we want to take inspired action and we choose then to focus on what we could do and what we do want instead of the very thing that we don't want. And if I could just highlight a personal experience, because it will really um, tie in with this, is, you know, um, some stuff's been going on lately and I could focus on the negative of that Um you know, and I'm aware of it. So awareness, you know, awareness is number one. We always say that awareness is number one. And I was really aware of what I was doing. 
And then instead of that, what I thought was, because it doesn't feel good. I think what I think we all know is that we do it, we do it, we do it, but we know we don't feel good when we do it. Yeah. So that's the key. You want to feel as good as you can feel because why wouldn't you? Why do you really want to feel not good at all? So I was really aware it didn't feel good to do it. So what I did instead was I just thought, let me focus on the outcome I want even if I can't even see it right now. So instead of focusing on the negative and the worry of that particular thing over there, why don't I instead focus on the outcome I want over here? And that felt so much better to me and it felt so much more positive. And, oh God, the relief of feeling good was so much better than the, oh, of feeling negative. I love that. And I think it's, it links to the negativity bias, doesn't it? Like the, the brain, you know, it almost <laughs> sets us up for that negative yeah. mindset because yeah, sure. we focus and we remember the negative things so much more than the positive things. You know, we, we, we kind of punish ourselves and criticize ourselves so much more than we celebrate ourselves and our achievements, sure. you know, celebrations are always so fleeting, whereas those more negative emotions can be a lot more long lasting. And so I think, it's yeah awareness is definitely the key and it's just that what is the for me quite a useful practical question is what benefit is the negative mindset having do you get what I mean mm-hmm. what, what adding to the stress adding to the overwhelm adding to the guilt whatever negative emotion you're dealing with focusing on it and kind of giving it you know adding fuel to the fire what what positives is that bringing me and it's just it never does you know and don't get me wrong there's an element of you know self-awareness is great to reflect on stuff is great to think about how things could go better next time but I think that you can do that in a positive way you don't have to do it with the negative emotions wrapped up in it and so I think for me it, it is that am I guaranteeing success or happiness or joy with, with this mindset and I think that it, it it's almost training your brain out of what it's naturally going to do because your brain wants to protect you and and that kind of thing and so it, you know it focuses on the bad things in a, in in a way to try and get you to not do them again so that you don't feel that suffering or pain again but I think it's just practicing the the, the positive and I think positive as well is a bit of an annoying word because it's a bit of a buzzword do you know what I mean like all oh, the power of positive thinking and positive positivity and, and, and you know toxic positivity and all that kind of thing but it's change that word out for whatever you want like more of a joyful sure. minds you know mindset or perspective um you know more of an uplifting one or whatever it is but I, I definitely I think the quote it just sums it up perfectly definitely maybe self-empowering mindset I don't know Mm. but um you know like thinking about the week ahead for everybody um I I would just maybe ask if you're able to do that to do this is that if something does come along which feels negative to you maybe the question to ask as well is what would I want instead because let me focus on that even if I haven't even if I don't know how even if I can't see it, whatever, whatever, but focus on, well, what would you like instead? Because focusing on what you don't want isn't helping you at all. It's just like we said, just building on it. Um, And let's just be really clear about this. You know, the brain does want to keep you safe, but it isn't natural that it goes down the negative route, but we have trained it. So remember that we've trained it, 
So you can, as Holly said, you can retrain it another way. So focus on what you do want. Maybe ask yourself that question as well. Oh, from this, what would I, what would I feel better thinking? Even if you can't actually see it moving forward this week. Totally. And I also think this sounds really obvious and really small. And obviously for the big stuff, you know, you might not be able to just do this and shrug it off. But for me, recently, there's been a few times where I could find myself getting a bit irritated. So say, for example, I'm trying to meditate and Ralph's just barking in my face. (laughs) (laughs) He does not understand that I'm trying to meditate and I have a puppy. And, um, you know, I think in the past I would have got quite annoyed and just been like, oh, for God's sake, you know, I'm trying to do this thing and I'm not, you know, allow, allowed to do it, being able to do it. And now I just, the other day I just laughed. I was just oh. like smiled and laughed through it, tried to crack on and then stopped when, you know, when it got too yeah. much kind of thing. But I just laughed and I was like, how great that I've got a puppy. Do you know what I yeah. mean? That wants to see me or wants to play and whatever. And yeah, it's not ideal. that This is like time for me, but it, you know, it is what it is. So yeah, I think it's just taking those little moments of, you know, laughing at yourself or laughing at the situation Definitely. or what little bits of, you know goodness can you find in the situation you know you get a bit of bad feedback at work well at least the person respected you enough to give you the feedback at least the feedback could potentially help you on the way to doing something in a better way or you just take the feedback with a pinch of salt and you carry on moving you know it's Mm. it's those kind of things whereas I think sometimes our automatic reaction is then what rules us and we give that so much power and that then sends us in a spiral of negativity whereas if you just held back for two three minutes on that initial reaction, slowed down that anger, resentment, whatever, that could actually really help to change the situation for the better. Definitely. And, and, you know, we've said this before in an episode, you know, just when you do, like you said, hold, step back and then just breathe seriously because mm. it calms you. So yeah. just breathe and it calms the brain. So yeah. just breathe and just then, as you say, what what could feel better? You know, what could feel better? Mm. And when, I did a, you go, Sorry. sorry. When Ralph is barking in your face, I think what he's saying is it's not time for me, as in you, Holly. It's it's time for us. Yeah. We're a team. Meditation is team. a one-person activity. Yeah. I can't yeah. join in. I was actually at a writing workshop today, and she said, before you do anything stressful, to try and quell that fight-or-flight response, take three really deep breaths. Yeah. And um, I mm-hmm. think I'll definitely try and do that more when when I feel overwhelmed because I think yeah. breathing is a underrated you know, ability definitely. we all have. So. And remember that the way that you really calm that vagus nerve is to let the out breath be longer than the in breath. Yeah. So breathe in for four, hold for two and breathe out for six. Do that three times. God, breathe in for four. I don't think I've got the lungs for that. To be oh honest, dear God. Then uh, we need to get you a bit of help. I think <laughs> I'll give it a go. Anyway, I think it's probably best that we stop there. Thank you, Margie, though. Thank really you, hope- <laughs> I really hope that anyone listening has found that helpful, useful, or just a good way to kick off Monday and the new week. In the description of the episode, I'll try and pop that podcast that I was talking about, or I'll just pop the Knowledge Project generally, because I do think it's a really good uh, podcast to check out if you're looking for new listening material. And there'll also be links in the description as to where else you can find me and mum. We will see you next Monday for another Monday mini. But until then, we hope you have a wonderful week. Living a hell yes. Bye-bye.